0: Well, hey, new friends. I'm just jumping in here to say, um, I hope that you feel the same way, as in that we are trauma exploring pals together with a similar focus on moving forward with, you know, a less fucked up brain patterning issue and all of that relational destruction. That being said, I'm not a professional. I'm not a crisis worker. I'm just some human who talks about trauma from the inside out, which means Any information you hear out of this mouth is for your own personal discrimination, just like a friend's would be. Now, hopefully take this information and work in conjunction with your trauma therapist to figure out what works for you and what's NA. But this traumatized motherfucker podcast community and social media presence is not meant to be a replacement for trauma therapy. I'm just researching, reflecting on trauma experientially and academically, which means I assume no liability for your getting triggered, enmeshed, or offended, or any of the subsequent trauma reactions thereafter. Me and the other motherfuckers in the blanket fort are here to help, to be supportive, and to offer acceptance. But boundaries and realistic expectations are important for everyone in the complex trauma game. And while we're at it my recovery is as important slash exhausting to manage to me as it probably is to you. So I always want to hear from you, your challenges, your successes, and your stories to share them with the entire crew. But please know that I can't therapize you and any crisis situations need to be addressed immediately from an appropriately trained resource. But that being said. If you're searching for personal understanding, support, and maybe some laughs about our truly fucked up brains along the way, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Traumatized Motherfuckers, and I really hope to see more of you. My name is Jess, and let's be clear, I'm just a traumatized motherfucker doing my best. Cheers, y'all. I'll see you at the show. what's up my motherfuckers it's just jess here thinking a bit today about obstacles i don't want to throw anyone under the bus but a lot of the motherfuckers that i talk to Tell me that they have such a hard time doing the things that they know they should. And that's something I really fucking understand because I do the same thing. And it was a lot worse earlier in my trauma recovery journey. Back in the day when I was ridiculously anxious and upset and stagnant and exhausted all the time yeah, it's really, really difficult to get yourself to do anything or to even consider doing anything. Like obstacles between you and where you want to be seem astronomical. They don't even exist on this plane that we're, (laughs) the rest of us are living in. They are otherworldly and not even worth considering because there's just no way you're ever going to make it to the top, right? and I totally get that. I think it's really easy to see things from a distant perspective when you're already feeling so overwhelmed and undone. Yeah, it's really impossible to start considering adding a new thing to your plate or new discomfort to your plate, more like it. You're already so upset, like crawling out of your skin all the time, overwhelmed, overloaded, just overstimulated in the worst ways. And then the thought of adding the personal discomfort of learning something new or going out and doing something that scares you is way too much. You feel defeated at the very thought of it, let alone the day that you actually Build yourself up and think you're gonna do it for me I was likely to start kind of anxious panicking when that day came start making up reasons why it's not a good idea or why I can't do it or hey I'll get to it right after I do this other thing and the next thing I would know it would be the end of the day I didn't get it accomplished and guess what Now, on top of all of those other uncomfortable feelings that I was already having, you can add some shame and guilt and self-defeat to the pile as you start berating yourself for failing to do what you wanted to do again. Been there. In what regard? Name it. I mean, eating right, exercising, getting a therapist going out with friends, having friends in general, uh, doing any kind of extraneous work outside of my job, like searching for a new job or a new place to live. Just everything was too much. My hobbies were too much old tried and true hobbies that I knew that I enjoyed like the very thought of digging out my paints and some paper oh my god and then I'd have to clean it up afterwards after I probably sat there for five minutes just itching and wishing everything would end and giving up and then looking at what I made and telling myself it fucking sucked anyways no it's easier to just not do the things It's easier to have your set routine of whatever it is that you use to cope. For me, it was a lot of laying around. I had years where I spent every weekend in bed or on the couch. Generally in bed, because I tend to be someone who isolates and hides in my bedroom for comfort. Even though it's not comfort, it's misery. It's utter misery. Every day seems like it crawls and it takes a fucking year rather than 24 hours. Um, My behaviors were a lot of relying on substances and just chilling because my brain and body couldn't handle anything else. I'm not the sort of person who enjoys leaving the house very much. I don't know if I ever have been. I kind of have to be in the mood, and then I want to go out and adventure, but I don't wake up on a daily basis thinking like, yeehaw, I can't wait to go do errands or see other human beings. No. In my head, everything is a threat, a potential risk, something that might come back to bite me in the ass when my car breaks down, or I'm publicly humiliated, or someone steals me out of a parking garage. (laughs) Whatever it is, I've got a million worst-case scenarios that keep me from doing jack shit. And that's how it was for a really long time. That's how it was for all of this. I mean, my entire recovery journey, just getting started, and then thinking that I wanted to start making something out of it like a blog because i love writing do you know how long it took me to finally do that years i started and stopped so many times i mean i guess at least there were times that i started and that counts for something but i would always wind up two weeks later being like this is fucking dumb i'm can't do this this is too much And instead of finding ways to change my behaviors or work it into my schedule or change my mindset about it, I would just give up. Or if I painted a picture and I wasn't happy with it, I wouldn't figure out how to do it better or keep working on that same painting. I would just trash it and be like, you're trash. You can't do this. Thank God nobody saw this despicable work that you tried to make and it really is all this helplessness and self-defeat and overload that I was going through all the time. To this day, I get the same way. Once in a while, I really feel like just giving up on everything. So far I haven't, and so far I've been able to keep coming back to this centered place where I realize that I don't know what I'm doing but what does it fucking matter because nobody knows what they are doing. If you have this impression of other humans being these well-adjusted, all-knowing beings who are out there leading some kind of cohesive life path that they've expertly built and designed for themselves, you are probably giving them way too much credit. I think most of us go out there, we follow the opportunities that have been presented to us, and we do our fucking best with them and wait for the next step in the journey to show up. You reassess, you readjust, and you keep moving forward. And I don't think I ever realized that, like growing up, having nobody really talking to me about any of this like what life is or how you persevere or how to be a healthy human with healthy ideals I always had this idea that other people just knew more than me they were better than me they were more capable than me everyone was an authority and everyone had their shit in order and somehow I was the one who was just lagging behind being a fucking waste and being so confused and overloaded I think that's what contributed to a lot of my issue. And fuck, that really was some of the people who worked in academia, or at least that's what they presented. Like living in a really well-known college town, working at a world-renowned research institution, and being around all walks of students and postdocs and professors you know, these are people who are operating on a different level than I was ever privy to. Or at least that's what they say. I can't really judge if that's what was realistic in their lives or just what they had learned to project. But there was a lot of talk of your five-year plan or Oh, I always knew that I wanted to be a researcher, and my parents helped me find the perfect program to get into. I've been looking forward to this since I was 10 years old. Motherfucker, I wound up here on accident. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know where I'm headed next. I'm an accidental scientist, and I never could have seen any of this coming. How the fuck I turn this into the rest of my life, I have no clue. And meanwhile, I'm dealing with plenty of other shit that is just lying under the surface, being hidden from all of you highly functional dickheads who are making me feel awful. In hindsight, I doubt anyone felt as secure as I thought that they did maybe more secure than me maybe those supportive families probably played a big role in them being uh, in a better place than I was but I think it's a fallacy to believe that other people don't feel the same way about big obstacles coming up and uncertainty and how to get started and how to stick with it. I saw some of that. I would see some people like drop out of the program or switch their major or whatever it was. And I think throughout life we see people do that. They are working a certain career and then all of a sudden they're like, Nah, fuck this. Done with it. Hell, I've done it. I went from being a scientist to having an independent art business in my basement to working in craft beer in logistics to now I guess I'm like an independent writer. That's how I make money at this point is contracted writing. And then on the side, I do this blog shit and podcasting and running social media accounts for other people who pay me money. (laughs) And uh, pretty soon I'm going to be a student again in psychology, a whole different realm from everything I've done in the past who knows? Everything seems like an insurmountable obstacle until you get started. You start chipping away at it and you realize that you can do things even if it's going to take some learning and some adaptation and some fine-tuning that can be painful and embarrassing. I guess what really brought this to mind is this podcast because i I'm not happy with how a lot of it has gone in the past, and I'm trying to do it better in the future. And it would be a lot easier to just quit. When I first started doing the podcast, it was an enormous obstacle that I couldn't overcome. It took me well over a year to make an episode and publish it. That's true. It started last June in 2019, and it wasn't until the end of May in 2020 that I actually, like, posted an episode. Um, Knowing that I probably wasn't going to like what I was doing, but realizing that it was a lot worse for me to just keep thinking about it instead of getting started. And knowing that down the road, I probably would be kicking myself in the ass for what a stupid idiot I fucking sound like, but it's okay. It's okay to try and to fail and then to try again and make it better. It's okay to be a little upset with myself because I'm embarrassed at the material that people have been hearing that wasn't my finest work. And it's okay to look at it as one huge learning experience, because it is. It's a new behavior. It's a new activity. It's a brand new part of my life, and that isn't going to come perfectly right away. It's hard for me to accept that. Like for instance, I was 24 years old or so when a good friend of mine and I realized we could split the cost of guitar lessons and both afford it if we took our lesson together. The day before we started having guitar lessons, I started panicking because I felt embarrassed that I wasn't already going to be able to play guitar when I arrived at my lesson. Think about that. I was about to pay somebody a bunch of money, what was a lot of money to me anyways, to teach me to play guitar and somehow my inner critic and my expectations of myself and my expectations of judgment from other people had it all fucking twisted that it was a problem that I didn't know how to play guitar before I paid someone to teach me to play guitar that's fucking stupid what is the point of that it's the same way with this entire effort I am very upfront that I don't know I'm kind of bumbling my way through this trying my best and doing what seems helpful if I can wrap my head around that and hell sometimes I make episodes that are just helpful for me clearly it's me working through shit ranting about things going on in my life or just trying to process some bullshit that's happened recently and sometimes it's trying to put myself back in the shoes of where i was five years ago either way it's difficult i don't know if it's successful and i don't have this support network behind me telling me (laughs) i don't have people who help me with this I don't have people who advise me on what sounds good or what should change. I'm just out there experimenting all the time. And it's hard to keep that at the forefront of your brain when you're really good at being disappointed with yourself. But all of these behaviors, if you just start changing things, just doing the things that you know you should do, one thing at a time, imperfectly, motherfucking C's get degrees you know what I'm saying and just accepting that that's good enough for now that counts as something that's still moving you in the right direction and knowing that everybody out there feels as lost and dumb and embarrassed as you do half the time or all of the time it helps it helps just to have that reassurance that we're all stumbling through this life blindly together Trying to figure out what we do and don't like, what works and doesn't work with ourselves and with other people. I'll be motherfucked if I'm not still just figuring out how other people work and how they fit into my life. So yeah, of course, everything seems hard all the time. Starting is the most painful piece of it because it seems impossible. But it's not. It's just about breaking things down into smaller pieces, figuring out what you can viably handle now, and recognizing that it's going to need a little more work than what you can give it at this moment with zero experience. So if you're considering, like, getting a therapist or starting a new workout routine or some other kind of brain hygiene experiment like journaling every day or meditation, motherfucker... Just trust the fact that nobody is good at any of that when you start. You feel terrible when you're seeking out professional help. You feel like it's a daunting task that can't possibly work out after you've been burned so many times in the past. You feel like you're never going to find somebody who gets you. You feel like it's a losing battle because what are they possibly going to tell you that could make you feel any better when you're at this level of discomfort but then when you get started you start noticing what does and doesn't work for you this person's style does or doesn't help me this person's perceptions do or don't align with my own this person's office is in a convenient or a terrible location for me This person charges way more than I could fucking handle or this person is affordable, but they don't have the certifications that I really need. You have to get started to know how else would you ever know? With this blog and this podcast bullshit that I do, I have to make terrible entries sometimes or else how else would I ever know that it's not working and what would work? I wouldn't. I write bullshit sometimes. I speak out dumb shit where I sound bored and it's terrible sometimes. (laughs) It happens. But I can always just take that episode down and try again. When it comes to starting new health practices, new life hygiene routines, holy fuck, it took me 10 years to get where I am now. It took me 10 years to have some kind of a regular practice where I wake up every morning, I get the fuck outside, and I make myself move. And throughout the day, I make myself take breaks and get outdoors and stretch a little bit and do something. Do something. For all of those years that I laid around unable to fucking move a muscle. I was also beating the shit out of myself for being a pudgy little pig and watching my muscle tone deteriorate and watching my physical health go down the toilet. And I couldn't get started on something new. Cause I couldn't stand the failure that I felt when I realized that I couldn't jog down the street. I couldn't make it around a block. I was huffing and puffing and feeling like I was going to die within five steps. And that self-judgment, that failure, and that perception that I should just already be good at it, that kept me from ever doing it. Along with some other problems, because let's not forget, I was legit agoraphobic. I did not want to leave the house. People were going to take me if I walked out my door it was bad. I created all of these obstacles that stopped me from finding the right behaviors that would actually help me and that would continue to strengthen my mindset that it's okay to try things. It's okay to be bad at them and it's really great when it turns out that you're not bad at them forever. But until you break that storyline in your head and you just do it, You're never going to know. You're never going to be able to feel that in yourself. That that knowledge and reassurance that there's a temporary period of complete and utter discomfort where you feel awful and stupid. But after you break through that first week, or in my case, I guess, month or two months of doing this podcasting. Until you get over that hump, you actually sit with the feeling where you're like, yeah, all right, not going the best, but I can do it. Like I can, I can readjust and I can fucking do this. You'll realize that it's that moment when you come back to it, that moment when you decide to keep at it or to start it in the first place. That's the real obstacle. And also it's the real lesson in everything. It's not about all of the times that you try and you fail but it's that moment when you actually have the wherewithal and the perspective and the courage to tell yourself i've tried and failed and i'm gonna fucking do it again anyways that's the beauty of it that's the exciting part and that's what you're supposed to take away from things because if you don't you wind up living a life that you absolutely hate that you're just skating through trying to avoid more discomfort because you don't think you can handle it. Motherfuckers, you can handle it. You're so strong. You've already been through so much if you've gotten to this point. If you had given up when you were a kid, you wouldn't be where you are now. If you had given up when you were a teenager and things were starting to come crashing down on you, you wouldn't be where you are now. I guarantee that you have already gone through this so many times, but you just didn't really feel like it was optional at those points. So I don't know. I guess it's optional now if you want to live a life that you actually enjoy or if you want to keep living with all of these doubts and fears and guilt trips about the things you should do and want to do, but quote, can't do. You can do them. You can control your behaviors and your behaviors are going to greatly influence your mind. They will change your perspective and your core beliefs. But first, you gotta get started. (sighs) The obstacle sucks. The resistance sucks. The discomfort sucks. It sucks so bad. The fear, it sucks. But you fucking got this. If I can do this, Hell, if there are people who are still listening to this, that's a lesson right there. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm going to go do something else, but I just wanted to take a minute and talk a bit about these obstacles we build that stop us from the behaviors we need to build. If you've got anything to say, you know where to find me. I'm sick of spitting about it. Come check out the website and join the community if you want. Otherwise, listen from a distance. I'll be here either way. Pace. And I still believe that we're not that hopeless. We're not as fucked as you think. In your moments. We can't do anything. We're fucking jokers. We're winning when you blink. In your moments. I'll see you in victory. are not.